Listeners, let me take you on a journey today through the mindset of your students while they work through one of my favorite back-to-school design projects. Today is going to be interactive and totally fun. Welcome to the iHeart STEAM Teacher Podcast. Science! Where teachers like you come for the best classroom vibes. School will be fun! Discover fun methods that engage with students to collaborate and communicate beyond their comfort zone with project-based learning. It's all about the students. STEAM with style, creativity, and critical thinking in the classroom, while also turning up in the teacher's lounge with your host, Bonnie Kirkley. I've got an important meeting in the teacher's lounge. Now, full steam ahead. Yes, you heard me right. I said interactive. So I know most of us are listening to podcasts while we're running, getting ready in the car, but you can always come back to this later. If you're not and you're able to grab just a piece of paper and a pencil, crayon, pen, whatever writing tool you have, we are going to do a little project today. I'm going to help you unlock your students' brains. And I do this with my students every year. And I'm like, I'm a magician and I can unlock your brain. But they are wowed every time. And I think sometimes I even surprise myself. I am so excited that we are in the season of back to school. I've got a new monthly focus. Each month at the beginning of the month, I'm going to be sharing my favorite project-based learning activity for that month that I love doing with my students. I have some words that I'll be going over with you to clarify some of the misconceptions today on the words, but I'll just be sharing my favorite thing to do with students to get them excited about design and STEAM each month, and I can't wait to get that started. We're starting today. Today's entire episode is going to be about my favorite back-to-school August design project. But in the episodes to come, I'm only going to share it for a little snippet of the first episode. Now, it's back to school time. What is the first thing that I do to really engage my students? Well, I really work on inquiry first. And I love using the see, think, wonder strategy. We can save that for another show, another episode, another time, because I really want to have time to do this activity with you today. So, This is actually called a STEAM challenge, but these words are so interchangeable. As long as you truly understand project-based learning and how it applies to all of these named activities, units, ongoing projects, it's okay. And whatever you call it is whatever. I just want to make one thing clear. A lot of times STEM and STEAM challenges are like, how many cups can you stack in one minute? And that is just a challenge. There's no design to it. It is problem-based, but there's no real design to it, no real planning it out. So when you are truly doing a project-based learning activity or investigation, you're going to use a process, a process for investigation, a process for design. You're going to think intentionally and plan from that. You may do research. You at most design engineers and scientists do a lot of research. You will work through that process and keep your students on that process. 
that is project-based learning. STEM challenges are usually not project-based learning. It all depends on if that process is in there. Within projects, you can have many projects that don't take much time. You can have projects that might take a few weeks. And you can have ongoing units of study where you're collecting data and constantly improving. So if you can get that, then you're golden. Now, my favorite, it's time, it's time. I'm so excited. My favorite, favorite, tongue-tied today. My favorite back-to-school project is the Invention Smash Up Challenge. And I say challenge because I actually do use a rubric to score teams. And we have winners on design, winners on creativity, winners on collaboration. I love to reward when skills that they used stood out. So they're super excited and pumped that there's some kind of reward at the end. And today we're going to be using a concept called forced connections, which is actually a concept used by many companies as they ideate and get new ideas. I love it because it totally unlocks something that I would have never thought of without it. So it is just so fun. And that's what we're going to be using today. But I'm going to think you help you think through it so you see how you can unlock parts of their thinking that they would never have done alone. So the Invention Smash-Up Challenge. Essentially, you put students in pairs. I like doing pairs on this project. It just seems to work better. And they choose... From I usually put it in a basket, little pictures of objects, simple objects. They choose to blindly. So they can't, you know, they don't pick it together. They don't, it's random. And they have no idea what's going to come out, but they know that whatever they create must have characteristics of both of the objects that they pick. And that word characteristics is super important. I also do a little bit of background information on the words prototype and model because when they create inventions, essentially we are not going to be creating prototypes more than likely because some of these inventions are really, I don't want to limit their thinking and their ability. So if they want to create something that we don't have access to, they can represent it in a model. So we go through the discussion of what a prototype is and what a model is. And prototypes are the first working models of a new product invention creation that can be tested. The model is just visual. Like, what is it going to look like? So they get their partners, they pull their objects, and they are like, oh, no, I love. They're so excited. They, We got a pacifier. We got a volcano. And then they have to figure out how to put these things together. So now it's time to get that piece of paper and pencil. And I'm actually going to be doing this in real time with you because each and every time my thinking changes. And that's what's so great about this. So I'm pretending as if my team pulled out a butterfly and a mug. Now, the obvious combination that kids will go to, we're going to make a butterfly mug. We're going to make it look like a butterfly because the butterfly is visual and mugs are so like blank slates. But I don't want them to do that. I want them to get really deep in the brain and beyond. And I want them to get past that. 
I don't have any ideas because they can do this anytime they're trying to get a new idea. So I make a column with butterfly at the top and make a column with mug at the top. That's essentially what I want you to do. A T-chart works just fine. And then without thinking about the mug, sometimes I fold the paper behind in half so I can't see either side. I'm just going to take a few seconds while we are talking and Forgive me because I can't talk and think. I've, I've been told that. <laughs> but let's see. I just want any characteristics of a butterfly that I can think of. And I think of fragile. I think of colorful. I think of wings. I think of antenna. I think of fly. Flutter. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. And then now I'm going to do the mug side. So mug, I think of coffee. I think hot. I think breakable. I think favorite because a lot of people have the, a favorite mug. I think um, Yeti or like the new materials, not just porcelain. So I'm going to write down porcelain and also the, um, I think they're the stainless steel ones. Okay, so I'm going to stop right there. So now what you do, you know, their brain has been making a butterfly mug now for five minutes. We, I usually do this on a big chart and we all work on one together. They don't do it, but we do this as a whole group activity. And then when it comes time to create the invention or come up with the actual idea, all you do is look at both sides and look at the characteristics that you listed and only connect two. So let's say that I decide to connect colorful and coffee. There's my new invention. Coffee is no longer doo-doo brown. It is colorful. You can have blue coffee, purple coffee, yellow coffee, whatever suits your mood in the morning. And it will come in a robust selection of flavors. Ta-da. Now, would you have ever thought of colorful coffee from butterfly and wing, I mean, butterfly and mug before? Doubt it. That is what, that's all you do. And then they're like, whoa. And that makes me think of this. And this makes me, so you're connecting one side of the teacher, a one characteristic to one thing on the other side. Colorful coffee. Man, I kind of feel like that might be a cool idea, especially in those clear glass mugs that are so modern. I love it. Man, wonder if you could layer it and color your whipped cream too. Oh, this is going to be the new Starbucks thing. I see it coming. I see it coming. And you heard it first right here. So now that we know we want to invent colorful coffee, it is time to use the engineering design process and go through the process. And I love using my engineering design spinner. I've got this big poster. Um, we all work through it together. I'm like, okay, so right now you're coming up with your, you've got your question, you're starting on your ask. And then we, um, are planning eventually after we imagine. So imagining will be when we do the two sides of the columns and I move the spinner so that we know what section we're on together. And then they take off. And this is a hoot at the end of the project. They create a commercial to sell it. They also go around, this was my favorite part, I let them loose, and they go around with their project and ask a few passers-by 
if they like their idea and they explain it to them. But essentially the commercials are great. I love using Flipgrid because they will create the commercials. I can send it out and they can get comments and feedback and then collect their data as if they did a customer review survey. And so we've got data. We've, we've used the science process of investigation. We've used the design process and we have come up with some crazy projects. Some of the my favorite past projects were, this one was crazy. Two of my boys created a volcano jewelry display and they had, they were thinking of like rocks and you know how rock, the rock cycle um, works, you know, and they had jewels all over this display and it was, had sound effects and lights and it was really cool. And another group made a volcano chocolate fountain. How cool is that? We had a picnic basket cooler with drawers for different um, foods the donut eraser. <laughs> yes, they totally connected the two um, objects that they pulled, but it was just so cute. And I know there's donut erasers out there, but theirs was super cute. I loved it. Now, I want to tell you that recently I had the best time actually going through the invention process with a patent at the USPTO STEM conference, summer conference for teachers. It was amazing. Um, you have to actually apply and get um, approved through an application process. So much fun. I learned a lot. If you want to take this up a notch and talk about patents, Google patent search is amazing. I will put a link in the show notes for that. I'm also going to be putting in a link for the challenge that you can get with all the instructions, the spinner to help your students stay on task and I would love for you to hashtag iHeartSteamTeacherPodcast and share if you do the Force connect Connections activity in your classroom or one yourself. Put it on Instagram. Put it on Twitter. I'd love to see it. I have to say this has been fun. I've never done an interactive podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, if you like what you hear, please leave a review and subscribe. And one question. Do you a heart steam too?